Welcome to the Ovary It Podcast, where we talk about women's hormonal health and overall wellness. If you ever wanted to learn more about what's going on inside our bodies, you're in the right place. My name is Mary Cusick, and I am your host and CEO of Ovary It. Ovaria is an affordable and comprehensive women's telehealth platform. Through the use of vetted science and proprietary technology, our network of physicians work with patients to create a personalized plan that fits their hormonal and non-hormonal contraceptive needs. Welcome to this week's edition to the Ovary It podcast. Today, we're talking with Dr. Heather Smith, who's an obstetrician gynecologist at the Women and Infants Hospital of Rhode Island. She also serves as the assistant professor at Brown University and engaged with medical education. Dr. Smith treats patients from all over Rhode Island, working with them in the labor and delivery floor, in the operating room, and in the emergency room. She's a triple threat. She's the chair of the W&I Emergency Department Peer Review, sits on multiple departmental and hospital-wide patient safety committees, co-leads the Quality Improvement Program for the OBGYN residents, and is the site director for the Rhode Island Hospital Emergency Residency Visiting Rotation. Wow, she's a busy lady. She is a powerhouse for women's health and advocacy, and we are so thankful to have her on the show today and giving us her time. Welcome, Dr. Smith. Hi, and thank you. So happy to be here right now. And while I think all of us cringe a little bit when we hear some of our credentials, I think the one that I want to highlight is the one that's most important to me, which is being an advocate for my patients. My goal is to educate and empower you. No question is ever too small. And there's nothing that's going to embarrass me. So let's do this. I'm so excited to be here. Okay, let's go. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. So let's jump right into it. We are going to be discussing vaginal health and how important it is for your overall health and well-being. But let's take one step back and talk about what is your vagina? What all is constituted within your vaginal health? Your vaginal health is a really important part of your overall health. Vaginal problems can affect your day-to-day comfort, desire for sex, and even your ability to reach orgasm. So glad to be able to talk about how to keep the vagina healthy today. But first, let's start with what is your vagina? So the vagina is a closed-ended muscular canal, kind of like a cave, that starts at the outside of the female genitalia area and ends up to and around the cervix, which is then the opening to the uterus or the womb. 
the external genitalia called the vulva surround the vaginal opening and include the structures of the labia minora and majora, which are the inner and the outer folds. Sometimes people call them lips. There's also the mons pubis, which is that mounded area over the pubic bone. The urethra, which is the hole, it sits above the vaginal open, and your urine comes out of that. And then the clitoris. Every person's vagina, both the inside and the outside, is unique. The labia majora can range in width from a quarter of an inch up to two inches. The labia minora often extend beyond the labia majora, but it's also normal if they don't. And some women have labia that are uneven in size, not symmetric. All of these differences are normal. How your vagina looks and feels can be affected by a number of different factors, including sex, medications such as birth control, medical problems, pregnancy, feminine hygiene products, trauma, childbirth, and changes in hormones levels. Fantastic. Thank you. Listeners, if you are a visual and reading learner rather than auditory with all of this information, always feel free to hop over to overyit.com where we have tons of educational information written and edited by physicians where you never have to sign up or sign in to get this information. Okay, so moving on. What are normal findings? What type of discharges are normal, aren't normal? Tell us about how a normal vagina is supposed to be functioning. Yeah, so as we just mentioned, there is no real normal for a vagina. Each one is unique, and what you have is the right thing for you. Plus, vaginas are pretty amazing. They can bring pleasure, welcome newborn life into the world, and even keep themselves clean. So in a healthy vagina, there is a balance among many kinds of bacteria. That's right. A healthy vagina is full of bacteria and sometimes even yeast. Some kinds of bacteria are considered good, while others are bad. Good bacteria, like lactobacilli, help keep the vagina a little bit acidic, which then helps keep bad bacteria from growing too fast. Your vagina is self-cleaning and self-balancing. As it cleans itself, a healthy vagina produces a white or a clear slippery-like discharge. It naturally keeps that genital area clean and healthy as well. So a healthy discharge has little to no odor, but may turn yellowish when dried. Sometimes, though, The bad bacteria can take over and cause some problems. This can happen when the good bacteria are killed off or if a new infectious organism is introduced into the vagina following douching, antibiotics, improper hygiene, or unsafe sex. And hormone levels in your body can also affect your vagina, including the amount and kind of discharge produced. Estrogen helps keep the vaginal lining thick and moist and also encourages the growth of good bacteria. The amount and consistency of discharge 
can change throughout the menstrual cycle and appear thicker and stretchier during some parts of the month. You can also see the effect of estrogen with changes in discharge when people first get their periods in their life, start birth control, or when transitioning into menopause. And discharge can also be affected by your diet. Certain foods that can cause a change in vaginal odor include alcohol, red meat, onions, and garlic. Also, staying hydrated not only helps the rest of your body stay healthy, but also your vagina. If you notice a slight change in odor or color, first check to make sure you're drinking enough water. Good information. Thank you. So what is considered abnormal then? When should someone consult with their healthcare provider? All right. So we talked about the vagina can look very different from person to person, and sometimes the discharge can change and that can be normal. But there are some times that I do want you to call your doctor and check on in and see if there's something that needs to be looked at. So here are some of those things. Is there a significant change in the color, odor, or amount of vaginal discharge that worries you? Any vaginal redness, swelling, or itching? Abnormal vaginal bleeding in between your periods after sex or after menopause? a new or changing mass or bulge in your vagina, pain during sex, burning when you pee, or worsening dryness causing discomfort. Yeah, I think we've all had some weirdness at some point in our life, and it's normal to an extent. So how can we be proactive and preventative about our vagina's health? What can we do to keep it happy? Yeah, such an important question. Because a healthy, happy vagina makes a very happy person. This list is a little bit long, but that's actually a good thing, and most of them are pretty easy to do. So what can one do to keep the vagina healthy? Well, first, safer sex is better sex. When sexually active, use a new condom anytime you switch from one area of penetration to another, either it be oral or anal or vaginal. If you are using sex toys, each partner should have their own and not share them. And don't forget to clean them after every use. Also, be sure to protect yourself from STIs or sexually transmitted infections. Talk to your OBGYN or other provider and get yourself tested for infections even if you're in a monogamous relationship. And if you aren't sure or have multiple partners, use condoms. Okay, two. Keep your vagina clean and dry. So you can help keep the normal balance of the vagina by keeping your vulva or the outside area clean, cool, and dry. Wash your vulva with mild, unscented soap. No need for anything fancy or special. And don't need to clean the inside either. Your vagina actually does a good job on its own. Remember to rinse well and pat dry. Wearing breathable underwear, such as cotton or cotton blends, and changing out of wet swimsuits or sweaty workout clothes as soon as possible also helps keep the vagina dry and happy, especially if you have delicate skin or are prone to vulvar irritation. Number three, front to back. When wiping after going to the bathroom or drying after a shower, remember to wipe down below 
from front to back. Start at the vagina and then go towards the anus. This way you can avoid spreading bacteria to sensitive areas. Four, peeing after sex. There's a lot of friction during sex and that's a great thing. But this can also introduce bacteria into places where it doesn't belong and cause infections, like urinary tract infections. For many, just peeing right after sex can help reduce the likelihood of getting a UTI. Five, get vaccinated. Vaccinations can protect you from sexually transmitted diseases. This includes HPV, the virus associated with cervical cancer, and genital warts. Six, know your vagina. Become familiar with what is usual for your own vulva. If you see changes in the skin color, like new redness, dark, or light-colored spots, or if you have any new bumps or painful swelling, itching, or burning that doesn't go away, contact your OBGYN provider. Seven, do pelvic exercises. Your pelvic floor is made up of muscles, tissue, and ligaments that supports the organs in your pelvis, including your bladder, cervix, uterus, and vagina. Exercises can strengthen these muscles and help if you have prolapse or kind of the falling down of these organs, any leaking of urine, or weakness of the pelvic floor. Eight, know your medications. Let your OBGYN know what medications and supplements you take since some of them might have possible vaginal side effects. And nine, keep the rest of you healthy too. Make sure you're eating a healthy diet, taking your daily vitamins, staying hydrated, limiting intake of alcohol and tobacco, and exercising regularly. Health habits affect vaginal health more than many people realize. For example, foods that are rich in antioxidants such as fruits and vegetables and probiotics like fermented foods, such as yogurt and sauerkraut, can help balance vaginal pH, inhibit infections, and even ease menstrual discomfort. Also, prediabetes can lead to recurrent yeast infections, and chronic alcohol and nicotine use can impair sexual function and arousal. Okay, could you please humor me with this question? So I uh, recently got one of those pelvic floor exerciser type video games. Um, and it was a lot harder than I was anticipating. So do these actually work or are we just entertaining ourselves and our vaginas for the most part? Um, side note, we are not sponsored by any of these types of apps or pelvic floor exercisers. This is me just being inquisitive at this point. Maintaining your pelvic floor muscles are important, not only to improve pleasure, but also for day-to-day -day activities and improving the quality of life. If you are able to use a game or a tool that helps you to remember and enjoy these activities, go for it. But the free ones work just as good, if not better. So some of these exercises include kegels, squats, glute bridges, and posterior pelvic tilts. Don't forget, too much of anything is usually not beneficial. So building up and, quote, bulking these muscles can actually go to an extreme and lead to painful spasms down below or shortened vaginal or perineal lengths. So for that reason, don't forget about pelvic floor muscle relaxation and stretching as well, 
to complement those strengthening exercises. Interesting. Very good then. Okay, so last question. What should we not be doing to our vaginas, whether it's what we're supposed to be putting up there or not putting up there? And what about basic housekeeping? What do you recommend to your patients? Great question. So here is a list of four basic tips of what not to do and how to keep everything down below healthy. One, don't douche. Your vagina does not need to be flushed out, freshened, or scented in order to keep it healthy. In fact, adding these things can actually be a cause of discomfort as it disrupts the normal balance of bacteria. What can you do to help feel more clean down there in between showers? You can use an unscented wipe on the outside only, though. In fact, products used to clean out the vagina, such as douches, sprays, bath oils, and powders, may actually cause more irritation than good. Two, avoid unhealthy lubrication ingredients. So first off, lubrication is a great thing. This can be what makes sex comfortable or the extra spice to bring it to the next level. Just be sure that it doesn't have anything in it that can irritate your vagina or disrupt the natural pH level. These could include glycerin, scents, flavors, dyes, parabens, other preservatives, or oils of petroleum, such as Vaseline. Three, please don't steam your vagina. So your vagina does not need to be steam cleaned. In fact, exposing the sensitive skin of the vulva or the lining of the vagina to overheated air could actually increase the risk of infection or even cause burns. If you like the relaxed feeling that this spa treatment provides though, instead try a heating pad on your lower abdomen, sip a cup of herbal tea or soak in a tub of warm water. Four, keep your pubic hair. Pubic hair is more than just a decoration. It's actually protection. It protects from unwanted extra bacteria, and also reduces friction and sweating that can irritate sensitive skin down there. Hair removal itself can also cause problems like ingrown hairs, cuts, and itching. So you still want to clean the edges or trim it up? Go for it, but be sure to use a clean razor and appropriate shaving gels. Whoa, I was not expecting that. Well, it looks like I learned a few things today as well. But thank you, Dr. Smith. You are an amazing source of information and a true asset and advocate. Today, we learned the basics about all things vagina and how to maintain our vaginal health. We appreciate you taking the time from the operating room to help ladies learn about their own personal health. I know I learned a lot and will likely play this on repeat with a pen and paper to ensure I don't miss a thing. We appreciate everything you've done for ladies throughout this pandemic. Um, I know it hasn't been easy for any physician to work, but thank you for taking the time and thank you for doing so much for women. Mary, it has been an absolute pleasure. So happy I can share some information and hopefully make some people out there feel even better and happier than they are already. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much.
Thanks again for tuning in. If you want to learn more, head over to overeat.com where we have blog posts and education available without ever having to sign up or sign in. Or visit us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Overeat. Talk to you all next time. And remember, if you're over it, we're over it. <laughs>